Shout out to Clarity for supporting this episode and providing us with the samples. I've been battling allergies for years now. Let me tell you, they've been a real ordeal in my life. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available release sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to ClaritinD.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I didn't think this was going to be the thing I was going to do. But now when I look at my business, it has nothing to do with building websites and book launches. Like that's the service that we offer. Right. Deeper work is in working with conscious thought leaders, you know, authors like you, speakers, people that like really love people. They love humanity. They want to see the world be a better place and they want to work hard to contribute. Oh my gosh, I will go a million miles for somebody like that. And then I have a much bigger impact on the world through people like Darius. And man, that fires me up. What's up guys. Welcome to the greatness machine. I'm your host, Darius Mershaz. And I'm so pumped to have you here with me. Now, listen, the greatness machine is about two things. Number one, people are living their passions. And number two, those who are creating greatness in the world. Doing both of these despite the odds against them. Each episode, we're going to feature interviews of world-class speakers and business leaders showcasing their origin story. What made them tick? What got them to where they are now? So it can help you step into your greatness within your own life, business, and career. Occasionally, you might hear a few solo episodes from myself, moi, as I say, as I leverage my 20 years in entrepreneurship as a CEO to help you grow and level up in your journey to scale your life and your business. So come be a fly on the wall, enjoy the conversation and messages, and I'm stoked to have you guys here. Guys, welcome to The Greatness Machine. I'm your host, Darius Mershazadeh, and we have such an amazing show planned for you guys today. We have the one and only Amber Vilhauer for our 100th episode. Welcome to the show, Amber. Wow. Thanks, man. Thanks. I can't believe it's 100 shows. So guys, as you know, for those of you that have been following the show, the show is a greatness machine. And we're all about two things, people who are living their passions to create greatness in the world. And my friend Amber is neither short of passion nor greatness. And so a couple of things, guys. It's a special day, 100 shows on July 8th. Actually, I'm going to back up for a second. So I think it was May-ish. I got introduced to Amber. And Amber is the CEO of NGNG Enterprises, founder and CEO. And she is a friend of many of my, my I've made a lot of friends because of Amber, which is really cool. But she's a friend of John uh, Ruland and Mike Michalowicz. Yeah. And, uh, and, and that's how I met her. And, and she did my book launch. And part of my book launch was she's like, hey, you got to have this whole thing. You got to do start a live stream show. And it's, you know, it's a way to help build your influencers and, you know, do this really cool thing. And it's as part of the strategy. And little did she know, she didn't know this about me at the time, 
but I was like, I had wanted to start like a podcast slash show since the previous January of 2019, but I didn't. And it, I had this whole idea in my mind, it's called The Greatness Machine. And it was like, boom, right away. Amber's like, you got to do this. And I'm like, I'm going to go crazy. I'm going to do a ton of <laughs> And you, so, did. you did that. <laughs> so here we are four, <laughs> four months and a week later, and we've done 100 shows. Amazing. And and you were the uh catalyst to get that going. So thank you so much, Amber. I'm so grateful for to have met you and to call you a friend and um for you to motivate me to do this. So thank you so much. Oh, I love you big time. And I remember the conversation because you you were saying how you had this idea for the podcast, but the live streaming piece, you're like, live streaming, you know? And I'm like, you've got to do live streaming. And then it was like a week later, you said, I think I was born to do live streaming. Like I'm kind of addicted to it. And what I love about your show is how you start it. That's one of the things that I love, how you start it. It's like you're taking your own passion and and who you are at a core and you're putting that out into the world, which most people are way too scared to do, right? We second guess ourselves. You don't do that. It's real raw Darius, which means so much to me as an influencer that you're willing to do that. But then you go deep in conversation and really interesting turns that, you know, when you're interviewing people, they tend to say the same things over and over again on different shows, but not on your show. So I get, I get people like, I never said that in real life before. And I'm like, I'm like, I've heard that a lot of times. I get people to talk about a lot of stuff. So, um, Well, I appreciate you so much. And guys, uh, this is our 100th show. I can't believe we knocked out 100 that quickly. And and like us, I give massive credit to my friend Amber for for really motivating me to do the show. And and uh, and it's been it become a very important part of my life. So in commemoration of 100 episodes, uh, we have a special thing today. If you put the type in 100 into the comment section, we will you will get a free download of my book, The Core Value. Okay. Yep. So good. I am. It's always right here in my back backdrop. I have sold so many books for you because <laughs> I really think this is one of the best books I've ever, ever, ever read. Didn't just help me in business, helped me in my personal life, and it helped me personally, not just in you know my marriage and my family. Really great book, Darius. Well, I appreciate that. It's helped me a lot too, because um, I wasn't doing it in my personal life, and then and then now I do a lot more now that I. It was it's funny to be a person that write a book like that and then not do it in your personal life. But guys, throughout the show, drop a one zero zero in the comments. Uh, don't be shy. Start a watch party. Ask us questions. Hit the like button. But drop that one zero zero. You get a free download. It's just now. Um, we're going to be doing it for the week that the show's airing. Um, obviously, do it right now. It'll come right into your chat in Facebook. So you got to go on Facebook and do it and it'll drop right into your, into your chat. And yeah, we're just doing it to come out. We're, I'm doing something special for you all because I appreciate you. And I, and I really wanted to show my gratitude for you watching the show, supporting the show. And uh, I thought it was, I was like, Amber would be all about that. She's a, oh, she's all really cool. cool. So super cool. Well done. Yeah. So yeah. So drop one zero zero in there. We'll be reminding you guys throughout the show, but yeah, start watch parties 100 baby. Like dude, support the show. Let's get it. People pumped up about this. And uh, let's get the show underway now. So Amber is the CEO, as I mentioned, and founder of NGNG Enterprises. They specialize in a ton of really cool stuff. She does book launches. That's her big deal is like best-selling book launches. So I met her because she had done my buddy, Mike McAlwitz's 
uh, book launches. And I said, Hey, Hey man, can I pick your brain on, on who to do, who, how did you, like, your book launch? And, and he's like, yeah, I go talk to Amber. I'm like, wow, I just want to talk to you. And he's like, no. he's like, no, you gotta talk to her. And, and, and I didn't know I, at the time, I'm like, is he big timing me? And no, uh, uh, he wasn't. He was just like giving me like literally one of the best hookups I probably had in the last decade. And so, my goodness, I get the hookup for Amber. We hit it off like 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 gangbusters. It was really a special hit off. Or it's like one of those deals where where you're like, I think you're my best. Are you my best friend? You're my best friend. <laughs> we talked like every day for days. This was just like a get to know you call. And it was like an hour. We went double the time. It was like, are you available later today? I have a call right now. Could you do it tomorrow morning? Let's do it tomorrow morning. <laughs> yeah, it, it was really cool. And, and, and we made it work and she, and she put in an exorbitant amount of energy and time into making the core value equation an amazing book launch. So first of all, I got to learn firsthand because I'm like, I'm I'm literally like a guinea pig of like experimentation and a representation of her talents. She did my book launch. She built my website for atthrilldarius.com and we did and she built my live stream. Like literally these three massive parts of my life for the year 2020 were all projects that Amber brought to life. And then she introduced me to all these amazing people that I've met that have now become my friends. Oh. And so I really have to say that like you probably have like affected my 2020 more than more than anything, even COVID. You, you beat COVID. <laughs> oh, I beat COVID. That needs to start going around us. Yeah, I, I beat COVID. Uh, I've been better then. So, so yeah, so so why don't you let's start off and let's back up a little bit. Like, obviously, you're doing all these amazing things, and like it's it's pretty uh, gangbusters when when you watch. What for me to be an entrepreneur and to watch someone entrepreneurial like like Amber, who uh, we won't need to get into the miles so much. You just celebrated this really cool entrepreneurial milestone in her business. And just to, to be a, a serial entrepreneur, to watch someone of, of her caliber really grow and do amazing things. It's really, really fun to watch. And, and I've gotten to be an advisor for her and her mm-hmm. partner. And and it's it's really cool to watch. So I'm really pumped for what's in store for you, because I think that you're working with some amazing influencers. You're doing a, a, some amazing things to bring their work to the world, to amplify their message. But let's like rewind for a second and maybe tell everybody how you got started. Yeah, I mean, so I'll say a couple things. Number one, who you see today, this like energetic, bright, smiley person, that's not who I was the first half of my life. And I like to mention that because sometimes we look at those that are in the spotlight and think, wow, if I just had, you know, that fill in the blank, then things would be really good. Like I had to work really, really hard to learn how to communicate and how to speak and how to be a positive person and look at the universe as a friendly place. (laughs) That's that was not my experience growing up. There was a lot of pain. I was very lost. I was confused. I didn't feel like feel like I had any worth or value growing up. And so those were things I had to learn. It just didn't happen for me naturally. Um, The second thing that I'll share is that I feel like I got my entrepreneurial start by selling Cutco Cutlery, so the high-end kitchen knives. And I don't know what it was in the water back then, but there was like a bunch of amazing people that that started Cutco all around the same time. Obviously, Darius, you know many of them, Hal and John and John and John. (laughs) A lot of Johns back then. Yeah. But it was really in that environment that I learned the value of positivity, the value of connection, the value of hard work and achievement and consistency and discipline. 
But how I started NGNG, which by the way, stands for no guts, no glory, was totally random. Um, And that's what makes it a great story. I was running this event um, that was teaching entrepreneurs how to market their business online. I didn't know anything about the online world back at this time, but I, the people that were putting it on were the people that I worked for, and this is just what they were doing. I was in charge of a lot of the speakers. I'm watching them up on stage talking about AdWords and SEO and copy and websites. And I thought, now that looks like a challenge. That's really what excited me. I went home. I taught myself code using the internet and Google. I set up my own first website and I started blogging about the things that I was learning about. Two things happened. One is that um, a woman who I guess observed my event planning work, she was a publishing um, company owner out in California. She reached out and said, I love how organized you are and how good you are with people. Can I pay you and teach you how to launch books for my authors? Hmm. I was like, sure, I could do that. So she taught me and I was launching books for Lisa Nichols, Les Brown, Mark Victor Hansen in my early 20s. Like that, that felt like a gift. And I was really excited about that. The second thing that happened is this woman that lived in uh, Vancouver reached out and she said, I love your website and what you're blogging about. Could you manage my website? I was like, sure. I didn't have a business plan. I hadn't gone to business school. I didn't even treat this like a business, but somebody said you should set up an LLC. So I did. I named it NGNG because no guts, no glory was a phrase my mom used to say to me all the time growing up. She was a single mom and gave us every opportunity. And it just meant a lot to me. And it wasn't until about seven years in Darius, not even joking you, that I was like, Maybe I'm onto something here. <laughs> At that point, I just kind of treated it more like a hobby, like it was a stepping stone to the next thing I was going to do. But seven years in, I looked around and thought, we're profitable. I have an awesome team, a great culture, an amazing reputation. Like, maybe I should just go all into this seriously and grow the business. And that's what I did. Wow. So, so wait, when did you start the business? Was it 07? 2007. So, yeah. so fast forward 2014, you're like, I got me a business here. (laughs) (laughs) Very blonde thing to say, even though I'm a brunette, but that's genuinely like, I didn't think this was going to be the thing I was going to do. But now when I look at my business, it has nothing to do with building websites and book launches. Like that's the service that we offer. Right. Deeper work is in working with conscious thought leaders, you know, authors like you, speakers, people that like really love people. They love humanity. They want to see the world be a better place and they want to work hard to contribute. Oh my gosh, I will go a million miles for somebody like that. And then I have a much bigger impact on the world through people like Darius. And man, that fires me up. Yeah, that's so cool. It's finding that deeper, that deeper why, you know, and, and, and it's a cool product, right? Like you are getting to work with some amazing thought leaders now and you've built your reputation where, yeah. You know, you're real. I mean, we're, and I, I'm not going to name names because I have, I know some of the people you're working with, but, but, um, but the, it's pretty impressive to see, you know, especially like, you know, having come from the entrepreneurial world where I was working in finance, mortgage finance specifically, to going into the author world, and mine was really just a, like haphazardly. It was like, oh, I have this book in my head. I want to get it out there and then go back to work and then. Life threw me a few curveballs and <laughs> ended up not going back to work. But um, to do that and to see that, oh no, like, like first of all, 
most book launches outside, like if you look at the average book that gets put brought into the world, barely anyone reads it, number one, right? That's the average book. Hardly any copies are sold. And oh, by the way, there's no barrier to entry and there's a shitload of them that, that come out. And so there's a ton of noise and you got to earn the people's attention one page at a time. Shout out to Clarity for supporting this episode and providing us with the samples. Hey there, friends. It's Darius from Shazda here, and I have a little confession to make. You see, I've been battling allergies for years now. And let me tell you, they've been a real ordeal in my life. Allergies have been my constant companion. They stopped me from fully enjoying the little things in life, from canceling plans with friends because of sudden allergy attack to missing out on an outdoor activity because of the sneezing fits. Allergies have been a real nuisance. Luckily, for those of us who live with symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing and a runny nose, itchy, watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. I've been a Claritin D user for many, many years now, and let me tell you, it's made a world of difference. Since I started using Claritin D, my symptoms have improved dramatically. Now I can breathe easier, enjoy outdoor activities without worrying about sneezing fits, and truly live my life without being held back by allergies. Ready to live as if you don't have allergies, it's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter now. You don't even need a prescription. Go to ClaritinD.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear uses directed. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. In the world of successful partnerships, names like Procter & Gamble, Ben & Jerry, and Supply & Demand echo through business history. But when it comes to growing your business, who are the perfect partners? That's you and Shopify. <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. We're talking from launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the, did we hit a million dollar order stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling shipping supplies or promoting productivity programs, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Picture this, a time when my business was facing a tough hurdle and I wasn't sure how to break through. But then came the breakthrough moment, a game changer that took my business to the next level. You know, what I absolutely adore about Shopify is its unparalleled ability to adapt and grow with your ambitions. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 75 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash Darius, all lowercase. That's D-A-R-I-U-S. Go to shopify.com slash Darius now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Darius. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Yep. Um, so it's this like really hard thing to do successfully. Super and hard. Yet, you're right. And, and yet you've you've been like, oh, I'm gonna go take over that world. <laughs> I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go do best-selling book launches, right? Which like most people don't realize. Like I I, I was talking, who was I talking to about this? I was talking to shoot, it was someone recently. And I said, oh, it was, I think it was Mark Tim, who, who you oh, interviewed me too. Oh, I love Mark. Yeah. So I was talking to Mark and I said, is starting a company, if people think starting a company is hard. Fuck that. Launching a book is way harder than starting a company. That's, and, and, he, and he agreed. This is, this is a guy that's a baller, right? Like Mark, if you're listening, you know, you're a baller. Like totally. this guy has super successful companies. Like yeah. if, you, if, if, if I went down my vanity metrics of what I've done in business, you'd be like, how the hell do you even do that? And I'm like, that shit was way easier than launching a book. So you chose this super hard mountain to to to, to go go and tell people, hey, I'm going to help you with best selling book launches. How did you end up figuring out that was going to be your different stream value prop? Honestly, I have to thank the business owner out in California. Like she pulled me into the world, and when we stopped working together, because her business, like she decided she really wanted to go all in and build this like women's empowerment community. So it's very different. But in the course of that time, we launched, I don't know, like 15 books together. And then I started having a reputation for, you know, hitting number one and growing email lists and monetizing. What's funny about this, Darius, is I didn't promote book launches on my website for many years after that. You know, people, a few people would hear about it through the grapevines and say, I think somebody said that you did the Lisa Nichols campaign or whatever. And I said, well, I don't really focus on book launches, but sure, I'll do your book launch. And I would just do it on the side. And I'm not even joking you. It wasn't until um, almost two years ago now that Mike Michalowicz came to me and he's like, I really want you to be the one to launch Fix This Next. And I was like, I don't know, man, like I've got these... (laughs) I've got these uh, other projects that I'm working on for, for 2019. And, you know, I'm really focused in on that. Like, I love you, ma'am, but I, you know, I don't know. It seems like it's going to be a lot of work because it was a 14 month engagement. So that was just significant. And he's like, no, no, seriously, like we've got to do this. So we went to dinner and I was sold. Like I saw some of his, his great ideas and I knew we would just be better together. So I started that campaign and like I said, it was 14 months. And in that time, Mike freaking told everybody about me and book launches. And so then it was kind of undeniable what happened next is you saw just people coming out of the woodwork saying, I need help. Can you help me with this? And I had experience. I mean, I had launched, you know, 35 books or whatever at that time. But it was really Mike being such an advocate that then I put it up on the website. I'm like, okay, I officially launched books. <laughs> And in the past year, Darius, the as you mentioned, like the clients that have come in, they're like dream star clients. It's like you, I don't know, you you arrive at this point in your career when it's like, oh my gosh, I never thought this would be possible. And really, all you have to do to get there is just to keep showing up and being in service first, make it about the customer experience, you know, really develop a personal bond with your clients. This isn't just business for me, not even close. This is personal. And it's like just being consistent and being in action. And that's it. You know, over the years, it never happens as fast as you want it to happen. But it, it really is about the journey. It's not about the destination, right? Like it's invaluable, the stuff that you learn along the way. 
So now the the marketplace has said, this is what we want you for first and foremost as book launches, but we still do all the other things that then support that as well. That's so cool. Are you guys enjoying the show so far? Darius here. And by now you might know that I'm passionate about a few things. Pizza, pink unicorns, core values, and down dirty, interesting conversation with some amazing people. However, the biggest one that I've spent most of my career on is entrepreneurship and scale. You see, look, my first few years in business, I spent like probably a good five years of my life getting my freaking teeth kicked. I mean, really getting crushed. And I learned a lot during that time period. So I spent the greater part of the last couple of years helping entrepreneurs scale their businesses in a meaningful way without going through the same growing pains that I did. And what I realized is that CEOs and business leaders don't know if they can scale and thus they do the right thing at the wrong times. This causes them to lose clarity, lose momentum, alignment, and the bottom line is you lose money. And look, you don't have to do that. It's why I created what I call the scalability assessment. And you can access it 100% for free. That's right, guys. There are perks to listening to The Greatness Machine. All you have to do is go to DariusScale.com. That's D-A-R-I-U-S scale, S-C-A-L-E.com. And there, you can check to see if your business is set up to scale properly. It's going to give you a scalability score at the end. And it's also going to give you some clarity on what you can do next. Once again, guys, that's www.itsdariusscale.com. Once again, guys, it's DariusScale.com. And now back to the show. Guys, this is such like such, such amazing pearls of wisdom. By the way, so one of the things you just said right now reminded me of a quote. There's a guy that won an Oscar for the piano. I think his name is Adrian Brody. And he, you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Famous actor. Um, and, he, and he's like, you know, he wins the Oscar for, I think, best actor, like this like 10 or 15 years ago. And he gets on stage and he's a young guy from New York. He's like, you know, my dad told me it takes 13 years to become an overnight success, right? And that, and that sure. was the first time I ever heard that quote and you just reminded me of it. Speaking of an overnight success, if you want to uh, read my book and become an overnight success, <laughs> yeah. uh, put, uh, t- type in 100 into the comments. We're having a great conversation here. Start a watch party. Um, if you type in 100 into the comments, you get a free download of my book. The core value equation. This is in commemoration of the amazingness of my friend Amber Vilhauer, who got me to start this show 100 episodes ago. So start a watch party, ask us questions, hit the like button. You got an expert here on best-selling book launches. You got a hardcore entrepreneur here telling her story about how she built her company from what sounded like it was a hobby until seven years later it became <laughs> her badass business. And here we are now, gosh, I guess you're almost 14, 13 years later from when you launched and you're launching some books, book launches for literally New York Times bestsellers. Like you're like, that's, that's impressive. And so I want to kind of like dovetail off that right now, you're at this point where it sounds like you kind of hit an inflection point in the last year. Right. And, 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 and in what's up, Jimmy Ferris, he just said two of my favorite people, you're, you're one of our favorite people, buddy. Um, so, um, you know, here you are, you've hit this inflection point in 2019, you're having these rock stars show up asking you to do their book launch. And, and, you know, for you, it's, I agree with you. It's you, like my experience working with you was that you do take it personally, you go above and beyond, you have a passion for what you do. You're very have high, very very high standards, and and and, and it shows, right? And, and people appreciate that. I think it's hard, 
it's hard to what you're doing is hard number one and you're showing value in the marketplace which i think that's when there's a nice connectivity but then you have a, a background to back it up but i think the reason you're successful and i just wanted to kind of get your two cents on this is i actually think that you probably care more than most people are used to people who they work with caring um why do you think that is for yourself it's definitely true and i have to be careful of that because you know, for some people, like it is just business. And for me, if it's personal, that can expose me to pain, right? And humans are wired to protect themselves from pain, right? So for me, it's it's a conscious choice to show up and enter into a relationship like heart wide freaking open. And at the end of the day, no matter what, I just want to be proud of how I showed up. That's the thing I can control. And I think this honestly comes from my childhood, Darius, because, you know, growing up, I, I came from a really great family. I did. My parents were divorced, but they were awesome at co-parenting. I never really thought it was unusual. Um, we went to the best private schools in Arizona at the time. Like my parents, I knew I was loved. I was always in a safe neighborhood. Yet, you know, I really suffered inside. And I think a big part of that is, number one, I was a big time observer which meant that I wasn't a big talker. And my older sister cast a pretty big shadow because she was more of a talker. She was more of like the actress, the one that's meant to be in the spotlight. She was Miss Teen Arizona. She had straight A's. She was had a million friends. I had no friends. And so you could see this contrast and it created this divide. And then I, I honestly just didn't really learn how to be social. I was more introverted. And then you know, I would go into a school environment and I would just feel small and less than. And when you're feeling small and less than, you're not going to like go up to somebody and say, hi, I'm Amber. Do you want to play? No, you like go hang out in the corner and you suffer and you cry and you think it's you. And it really like contributed to the next many years of like not doing well in school. And just I would come home from school and I would cry and I would just feel like the world's biggest loser. And then I would compare myself to my sister, like, gosh, she has, she's getting straight A's and I'm not, and she has these friends and I'm not, I didn't talk to anybody about it because that wasn't who I was, right? I just kind of locked it all inside. And then I started pushing away my parents and like, it just kind of got worse and worse for me. Whatever you feel on the inside is what becomes your outside reality. And when I was 16, I had this like rock bottom moment that really woke me up out of that daze that I was in. And I realized that nobody was going to save me. Nobody was going to save me. Like I had to save me. And it was one of the most difficult things that I've ever done in life was change, um, go from that behavior into a behavior that you know, I had to feel good on the inside first. So I started making different decisions. I started going in for office hours. I stopped comparing myself. I started, you know, actually trying to repair the relationship with my parents. I graduated with honors. Like it took years of just building that momentum and that confidence. But what happened was like, I think I just developed this care for how I show up, how I feel on the inside, because it, it literally creates my outside world. So the more I show up for you, I know this is a long-winded answer, but the more I show up for Darius and I take it personally, I have pride in my work. Therefore, I'm more confident in my work. I get better results in my work. He gets better results. He wants to share my name with other people and celebrate me on his 100th episode. Are you kidding me? Because it it's meaningful to him. 
And it all started with a decision of how I wanted to feel on the inside. So like that's, that's huge wisdom that I can drop onto the viewers here today. And hopefully they can start observing like, what decisions can I make differently to start feeling better in here? And just know that somehow like things reorder and it just is like magical. It starts to really impact how your outside reality just really, truly starts to get better and better the more you do that. This is me being nosy right now, but, and you could say that you could say, I don't want to answer this question, but do you, what what was that rock bottom moment? Do you feel comfortable? I mean, I kind of glossed over it because it's not like a feel good story, but I have no problems talking about it. So it's also a little complicated. So imagine this. I just wanted anybody to like me, like just a friend, somebody to notice me. And this girl, Isla, noticed me. And she was like a little friendly, as friendly as whatever people were in high school. And Isla was like obsessed with her boyfriend, Aaron. Like they'd been together forever and ever. And she's like, we're going to get married and have all the things. Well, now there's this outside girl, Dana, that knew all of us. And apparently Dana, like she came to me one day and she's like, Amber, I want to tell you a secret, but you have to take it to your grave. And I was like, sure, I'll take it to my grave. <laughs> High school. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Dana was like, well, I'm actually like sleeping with Aaron and I have been for a year, but don't tell Isla. And she was like this snooty B word for sure. Like Dana was not a good person. Clearly. Yeah. So wait, 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 wait. Dana and Isla best friends? They were really super close. Oh, she was sleeping with her boyfriend? No, oh, that's so that's evil. It's evil high school drama. <laughs> so I sat with it for like two weeks. And Isla kept coming to me about like, oh, Aaron, what we're going to do for Valentine's Day. And I just felt like this is not cool. This is not right. And I felt like I had this moral obligation to use my voice. Now, keep in mind, this is like really the first time that I'm choosing to use my voice. Because that's the <laughs> <laughs> you, you picked a good spot. <laughs> Up to this moment, I was just an observer. So I sat down one day and I was like, Isla, I have to tell you something. Dana told me that she's sleeping with your boyfriend, Aaron, and I just wanted you to know. (laughs) Isla was like, no, you liar. That could never be the case. You threw you under the bus. Then Isla goes to Aaron and confronts him. He calls me a liar. She goes to Dana. Dana calls me, yells and screams at me over the phone. How could you do that to me? And I couldn't get a word in edgewise, but it scared the, you know, what out of me. Cause she was like gangster mean. Like she just had that edge to her that just, she would have annihilated me just by looking at me. I mean, I'm like this sensitive person anyway. So whatever the storm passed. Wait, hold on. Did, did Dana lie and say she didn't say that? Totally. Oh, so, so, totally. so you became like this total bad person. So uh-huh. the high school freaking everyone lied, covered their ass Everyone One honest person got totally yeah. fucked. Yes. <laughs> That's like the better. way of the world, people. <laughs> it gets better. It gets better. So then fast forward like a week and it's Friday night or whatever. And I went to a party, right? And there was like, I don't know, 60, 80 kids there at some, some dude's house named Josh. 
And I showed up at the party, typical, like I walk around, I'm not friends with anybody. I feel like a loser. Just being there makes me feel worse about myself. So I, I call my ride because I don't even have a car yet at this point. Call my, I'm, hey, can you come get me? And he's like, I'll get you in 45 minutes. Fine. So I'm like, just trying to pass the time. And then all of a sudden, the door, front door bursts open and these five angry chicks start stomping through the house, screaming, where's Amber? Where's Amber? And you know that feeling when like you think you're going to pee yourself because it's like everything sinks in your body. That was that moment for me. And I was just like, I kind of did one of these, like, what is happening right now? And these girls, like somebody was like, that's her. That's her. And I'm like, Oh, no. So the girl, it, was it Dana or Isla that called the gangster girls? Spoiler alert. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> dude, I know my teen drama. This is like can't hardly wait in real life. <laughs> so By the way, that's, five a great, girls, that's a great movie if you have not seen Can't Hardly totally. Wait. Totally. Yeah, I've seen it. So these five girls take me and they literally drag me. I remember there was like one drag of them. You. You're like, you're like a hundred pounds soaking wet. <laughs> It must not have been that hard. No, no, like, they, they like ruined you. And I remember there was like this rug on the floor, and I was like sliding with the rug all the way out to the patio. They opened it, they pushed me outside in the patio. It was kind of dark, and all the kids were out there kind of surrounding me, and they're pushing me around like, oh you did this. No, you did that. Somebody had told them each, each of the five girls different lies about me, like, you stole my. What I don't even remember. Just they were all like talking about stuff oh. that didn't make sense to me. And then one of them like shoved me on the ground and I got back up and like nobody was stopping it, Darius. And then there was this moment where like, I swear you can't even like write this stuff, make this stuff up. There was this like opening in the crowd all of a sudden. And there's Dana. And she's like, This is what you get, bitch. Oh. And, then, and then I was like, Oh. Fuck, da- fuck you, Dana. <laughs> hey, Dana, if you're listening, fuck you. <laughs> just, hey, just thought I'd want you to know that, Dana. Fuck you. <laughs> okay. This, this story has, I know we're being in jest, and that's okay. I, I, I've done a lot of work to, to move through this experience, so it's okay. Because I'm sure there are people out there like, this is not okay that they're making fun of this moment, but it's No, okay. no, no. It's, you can make fun of it if it's your moment. Wait to the, wait to the ending. So anyway, long story longer, uh, the five girls, you know, in clothes, they put me on the ground. They, they literally kicked me, stomped on me, pulled my hair. Like I got jumped. I was not in good shape. Oh, that sucks. Nobody would save me. Um, and I had this moment of like, you know, in the movies where it's like time just slows. Yeah. Yeah. And you hear, you know, people talking like that. And in that moment, it was like that decision of like, wow, like what's up with, and nobody is stopping. Like, this is really sad for humanity right now. Like I, I had, I really did have this, it was like a conscious moment of like, this is not okay. Anyway, I got up, I ran away, blah, blah, blah. Like a lot of other dramatic things happened that night. It's a very juicy story that I ended up writing. I wrote a book about it. Oh my gosh. As this girl named Simone, so not as me, I reveal at the end of the book that it was my journey, but it's called Rescuing Me, A Teen's Journey from Lost to Found. Wait, wait. So is this a book people can buy? Nope. Oh, you got to put it out there. Come on. This is like I've had it professionally edited twice. It's ready. 
but I just never felt like here's this random book and I sell websites for a living. Like it just didn't, I, I wasn't ready to build a platform around it. Oh, you totally have to look out there. I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to, I have another book that I'm finishing now, Elevate Every Experience. That one's going to come out in 2021. And then I'm going to release the story that it'll make sense at that point. But um, yeah, so it was really that moment though, wow. later that night after I had gotten beaten up, there's two last things I'll share. Later that night, I didn't want to go home for obvious reasons. I mean, my mom was going to ground me for sure. Like, who knew? I just didn't want to have those conversations yet. And so I found myself like having this quiet moment later in the night where I just looked up at the stars and I just was these soft tears coming down. And I just thought, God, is this my life? Is this the way it's going to be? And that question just shook me. And I just thought, Oh my gosh, if I don't make a change now, like this road doesn't last for very long. And so decision by decision, day by day, I turned my life around. And here's the other thing I want to share. Fast forward so many years later, it must've been, I don't even know now, like eight years ago, who reaches out to me on Facebook out of nowhere, Dana. And she's like, <laughs> I thought you had to say, Hey, Dana, if you're listening, cause you guys are, are you guys Facebook <laughs> friends now? You didn't accept her fucking friend request. Did you? You did. Didn't she you? She didn't send me a friend request. She sent me a message. And it was like this whole message of like, Hey, Amber, I felt compelled to reach out to you. Like I'm doing some work on myself. Okay, that's good. And she said, in looking back, I know something happened between us, but I don't know what I was oh. so coked out and drugged up back then. I don't remember many years of my life, but I know I did something to you that was awful. And I just wanted to say, I'm sorry. All right. That's good. So All right. uh, oh, uh, at 16, like, dude, wake up parents. This is real. This, yeah. is, this was freaking forever ago. I yeah, mean, you gotta, you gotta save that shit till your twenties. Come on. Everyone knows that. <laughs> I didn't feel like there's an opportunity. I mean, there's a big part of me that believes that at some point in the future journey, there's going to be a significant contribution that I give to teens and parents around decision-making and conscious choice and, and how we treat each other, especially girls. Girls are freaking mean to each other in school. Uh, like, guys, guys just beat the shit out of each other and bully each other. Girls are psych, like psychologically fuck with each other and obviously physical too, but wow. Yeah. I, I, how many times have you told that story on live stream? A couple. I mean, oh, I thought I got a new one. Out no, I, I shared it more and more. I remember there was a podcast that kind of was digging into it and it's not that I'm trying to hide anything. I'm an open book. If there there's no value in not sharing these stories. There's none, right? Yeah. Like, but I, I also know, like, I don't want people to look at me and be like, oh, I feel bad for her. Don't feel bad for me. I'm oh, a no, no. powerhouse. Like, and I also don't want to make people feel uncomfortable. I want you to feel inspired. I want you to like go out and make an impact from that story. Cause look at going from that moment to this life, like that's what's possible if you have the right mentors and the right attitude and right. just really focus on the inside. So that's the message I want you to take and share that with others because the world needs that those kinds of stories right now. Please share this. Well, you know, it's funny. And, and this is one of the reasons why I love you, Amber, is, you know, when we first started connecting on my book launch, the, Amber has a huge like resonance towards 
core values. So what's funny is that whole story when you were telling it, A, it's an insane teen story, which <laughs> I mean, I have some like that too. I look, I think most, a lot of people that have done amazing things in their life or that are on the track to do some interesting things, a lot of that's born out of like, you know, difficulty, right? Like you have this difficult story, this thing that you grind it through, you had to go deep to figure yourself out. And then that puts you on this journey where you're looking for people and that that tends to resonate where people are attracted to what you're looking for, right? Like, right. like if you're looking for something, you will tend to gravitate towards those that will provide, you know, the world will provide if you're out, if you're looking, right? And so well, like, I think even us, like why we're on this call right now or on this live stream right now is because I was looking for help to make, to get my message out. And you just happen to be doing this amazing thing. And Mike Michalowicz happened to love the work you did for him. And here we are, but that all stems from, you know, wanting to you to, exp you wanted to express who you are. And I'm going to, yeah. where I'm going to land on this is what got me excited to work with you was you and I landed square, like, like no ifs and or buts square on the, on like the bullseye for core values. And like everything you just said right now was a core value conversation as far as I'm concerned and that you saw this injustice, this lack of integrity, you stepped up, you had the courage to like open your mouth in a really fucked up situation, <laughs> right? Where most of the people would have been like, you know, because you cared about someone and then you, and then, you know, some other girl who knows why, you know, Dana, I know I said F you Dana and I kind of still mean it, but, um, you know, for some 16 year old to be doing blow and like beating people up and bullying people, God knows what was going on in her personal life. Right? Oh, she probably had some fucked up shit happening at home. Right. So she was just an outward reflection of inwardly what was happening and it was ugly. And then she had to go do that work, but you were just, you know, kind of at the crossroads of a lot of different negative things and it sounds to me like you relied on your values to elevate yourself. I mean, that that's that's at least what I've seen in being friends with you is that you really do lean in on the value work. And that's a big part of like who you are as a person. And because of that, here you are now, you know, a couple of decades later almost. And like things are probably you're probably living your best life from what I could tell. Oh, a million percent. You know? I have so much love in my life. I never thought anything like this was possible. Seriously. I mean, I thought it could, it, it could only go up from here. I mean, I felt that, but it's like this kind of love. I, and I have it everywhere, Darius. It's not just like here and there. It was a conscious choice to be open to more love, right? Cause again, most people are closed cause they want to avoid pain. But if you're closed, you can't receive that kind of love and you're not going to attract it in. So I literally had to do the ultimate risk, risk of self to stay open and try, right? And, and I really respect that in other people because it's not the easy path, right? No. And now I just keep leaning in. That's one of my biggest core values, as you know, is lean in, period. Lean in to everything. Lean into love. Lean in, lean in to change, right? COVID this year. So many people are like, oh, I'm just going to wait and see what happens. I'm just going to wait and see what happens. I'm just going to wait and be small and see what happens. I looked at it and I thought, okay, here we go. Lean in. What can I do? Where's the opportunity? Who can I serve? How can I make more love in the world? And that's a choice, you know? Absolutely. Well, right. And like, uh, let's use that as an example. Like, 
I, I got to assume the book launch, the book business is probably there's not been a great year to, to be in the book business. Like if you were to look at it on paper, right? You can't go do physical book launches. You can't go do book tours. You like, like book sales are down. yeah. Say that again. Book sales are down. Yeah, yeah. Book, book sales are down. Less people are spending money. Like on paper, this should have been your worst year, right? But it sounds to me like it's your My best year it's ever. Gonna, it's going to be your best year ever, right? And 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 so that has everything to do with having that attitude around being open to what life serves your way and and maneuvering. I guess leaning into it to your point and 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 more importantly it's having that heart forwardness that you know you know obviously I'm cheating a bit because I know your values and we've done work around your on your core values that hopefully we'll get to finish at some point <laughs> that was a dig that was a dig by the way I'm giving I'm giving her shit right now but but no um like you've embraced these things that really matter so you could live a whole life because you're living in in your path right now being true to your values, being true to your purpose, embracing those around you. And it's paying back in space. And, and and you and I have talked about this where I say it's the give, give, take. And you're like all about the give, give, take. You give a lot of yourself. And, and that gives you an opportunity to get that 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 comeback, right? Because people feel that. And, and so I, I have a question for you. You know, if you were to go back in 07, you had just like got your LLC for NGNG you got a couple of clients under your belt. Like what advice would you give to Amber back then to, to maybe make the experience a better experience for, for those first seven years? Number one that comes to mind is honestly, I just wish I had treated it like a business owner. You know, like if I, if I had some direction about how to grow a business, I mean, I didn't know Darius. I, I think I had some like entrepreneurial blood in me from my parents. But again, like I didn't go to business school. I didn't have a business plan, didn't know anything about it. And so I, I think that maybe I could have made a, a bigger difference sooner. But it's not like a regret I have. It was just the path that I decided to take. You know, I really feel like I did a lot of things right, though, even without that, um, just really listening to customers, listening to the marketplace, you know, really observing what everybody else was doing and finding the gaps in that to then make my experience more unique. Like I, I feel like I did a lot of things right, but I, I think also, and I'm not just saying this because it's you and this is like your live show, but honestly, I wish I had known somebody like you sooner. I wish I had done core values work for the business sooner because I knew my values, right? But it took a while for me to understand just how much your values affect your culture. And I think that I you know, my unique ability is in relationships, right? So I do have an ability to make people feel connected. But I will say that I tried to scale um, about four years ago, and I hit this breaking point, and I had to dismantle pretty much everything I had built and scale back down. And I think the biggest reason that I had to do that is because I hadn't really leaned in far enough into core values as a company. And so there would be like little cultural breaks that would happen, like decision-making, communication breakdowns. And through the work that you and I have done this summer, I understand now how to like develop the thought leadership in my team so that they're communicating and making decisions differently that then really does free you up in the most bizarro land effortless way it's like you can't even believe it sometimes yeah. <laughs> uh, i really do wish that i had just had more of that knowledge sooner yeah no well it, and you know 
I, I think it's one of those things going back to before is like you kind of learn it when you're ready for it, right? You know, and it's true. It, it's hindsight's always 2020. 20. Strengths. I'll say that one other thing because that was a huge, huge thing that I got from Darius this summer. And people have tried to give me this similar sort of advice over the years, but you know how sometimes I guess when you're ready to hear it, like somebody says it in this exact poignant way that you're like, oh my gosh. That was the summer in June when Darius and I were having a conversation. It was like our first core value session. And Darius is in the call and he's, you know, such a good coach. Like, oh my God, I don't even feel like that's a good enough term for you. But you're just like this <laughs> Jedi that like hacks into your mind and gets right to the point. And he's like, Amber, what what are your goals for NGNG? And I'm like, I don't know, this many million? Is that a good answer? I mean... I know the viewers, like you've all been there. And he's like, Amber, what could you build if there were no constraints, if you stopped putting constraints on yourself? And it was that moment of like, I could see all of the constraints that I had been putting on myself, all the bullshit belief systems that I had built up over the years, total garbage, by the way. And it was like, he just, it just kind of went away. And then all of a sudden I thought, oh my gosh, I can build anything. And how you see the growth we've had ever since that moment is remarkable. It's remarkable. Yeah, it's it's awesome. It's funny to see the constraints people put on themselves. I don't know what the hell, for me it was. I'll be honest with you, it's it, like no one taught me that. I just was like, oh, if another human being can do it, I can do it. And it was just like this like thing where it's like, well, that's just logic, you know. Especially in business, if it's like, hey, I have a friend, a guy that was on the show that swam the English Channel. I'm sure like many people. Would not be able to swim the English. <laughs> yeah. or, or we had friends on the show that I introduced you to that rode their bikes from Alaska yeah. to Tierra del Fuego. I'm sure I could do that. I wouldn't. Like, <laughs> like I don't right. know if I, I wouldn't want to do it. I, I don't think that I would like want to go play pro basketball. I get crushed, right? Yeah. Um, so there. So I don't think like physically. I don't think that's true. But I do think in, when it when you remove like physical constraints. This physical, there's there's some things of there's like physicality that like I couldn't do like gymnastics like a Olympic yeah, style like tumbler right? Yeah, right. But like business wise, I'm like, dude, you you're creating your own, yeah, right. you're creating your own constraints. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like there's there's so l- less number of rules in being successful in business. Like people that can barely read crush it in business because they're like, I'm just I'll outwork you. You know, you it's one it's one of the few areas that you can just outwork people. You know, and it's like you can be bad at it and get good just through practice and through diligence. And 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 so that's why when I hear people like especially when I see people's businesses and they're like, you know, like running relatively small businesses and they're starting to build all these constraints. And I'm like, you realize that I mean, I was running a two million dollar business and I was like, can't wait till I get to 100. <laughs> I swear to God, it was two million the day I had that thought. And, and, and I was like, oh, it's going to happen. And it, and it did, uh, like, but it and, it, and, and I was just like, there's no constraints. Why? Because I'm like, dude, there's people who run billion dollar businesses. What's a hundred million when there's a billion? And, and think of like, there's businesses that are worth a trillion dollars. Oh. When you start thinking of the scale of a trillion dollar market cap business, and you're like, I'm trying to get to a hundred million, that seems like nothing, right? So, I, so that was when I started thinking. I'm like, look, I think most people are like, they're ants, and they're like. Man, I don't know if I could carry that crumb. 
<laughs> you know, and I'm like, dude, you're not an ant, dude. And because they think they're ants. And I'm like, you're not an ant. You're an adult. You're a human. And that's a crunk. You just keep thinking you're an ant when you're really a human. So quit acting like you're, and guess what? Ants carry fucking crumbs all the time. You know, so. I love you so much. I can't even believe how much I love you. <laughs> the feeling is quite mutual. <laughs> so gosh, guys, uh, we're about to end the, we're going to end the show. Cause I want to talk to Amber offline. Cause we don't get to see <laughs> each other as often now, but um, guys, 100 shows. I can't believe it. Uh, drop a 100 in the comments. You still get to download the free book and we're going to keep that up for a few days. So if you, if you watch the recording, drop a one zero zero in the comment section and, and I'll make sure you get a book downloaded. I, I appreciate you so much. And I'm so glad to have you here to celebrate the Hunter show. This wouldn't have happened without you. And my life has changed because of our relationship. So thank you so much for everything you did for me with my book launch and all these things that I'm, I'm working on now are, are really directly associated with us getting to work together. So I really appreciate that so much. Me too, man. Me too. I'm going to see um, you Boston next, next month. We'll well, celebrate. Yeah, you're gonna. Yeah, that's right. We're gonna get a hangout. So, um, yeah, let's let's do this. So, where where uh, what's going on? Where do you want to like? Obviously, people can connect with you on lots of stuff, but let's kind of give the rundown on what are the things that you can help people with that you're working on. Where can they connect with you? And um, yeah, all that good stuff. Book launches, website, online marketing. I guess I want you to look at it like I can help you develop your online platform. Right? You don't have to be an author. Um, and so you develop that online platform or refresh it. If your platform is stale and not producing, like let's breathe some life into it. And then we have another area of the business that's really all about monetization and growth. So um, easy place to go to learn more about me is ambervilhauer.com. Since that's really hard to say, spell and remember, you could try ambervv.com um, or just Google NGNG, you'll find us. We're all over the place, so... Yeah. Are you, is it two L's or one? V-I-L-H-A-U-E-R. That's what you mean. My last name. Yeah. That doesn't look like how to spell your last name. Is that right? V-I-L-H-A-U-E-R. Oh yeah. yeah. Sorry. The A. Oh, oh sorry. Yeah, on the screen. There you go. There you are. Okay. Yeah. It was, it was, it was spelled wrong. So let's make sure we get that up. Right. And guys go to ngngenterprises2.com. That's a good place. And, and if you want if you want to see a good example of some of the, of the amazing work that they do at NGNG, you can go to the, at the real dare. Oh, you go to the real Darius.com. That's the real Darius.com. And my website was built by the I team. Over there. Yeah. It's, it's pretty badass. Um, and and this show was built by you guys too. So this show was built by NGNG. My book launch was built by NGNG. My website's built by NGNG. I'm trying to think, no, I, I, I made my kids myself with my wife but uh you didn't build those <laughs> you guys didn't build I bummed about them because i show them to freaking everybody look at this these big pink unicorn boxes oh when yeah when you open them up you get the cool i almost wore my bandana today yeah we did oh that's so cool oh, look at that and then the book and look at how amazing this is I love it, man. We did some, we did such good work together. And, and, and the cool, the cool thing, here's the cool thing to, to know about Amber and book launches too, uh, is that everyone's like, so you're, you know, like how, how the book launch go now? And I said, here's the cool thing about a book launch that I didn't realize until I did it is that it's like opening your shop for the first day. Like it's like starting a business. Like the day you launch your book, it's like the business starts. It's not like it's over. So no. 
Gosh, it's you're right. It, you keep going. It just starts. That's the first day. Then you get it's the beginning of this thing. And depending on like how evergreen your book is, mine's super evergreen. So I'm like, oh, I get to talk about this for like the next 30 years. So it's a, yeah. it's a 30 year business that just started. <laughs> so that's why it's really important, I think, to have a, a pro with the book launch. I, I see a lot of people not put that effort in. Even what you were just saying right now about Mike McCallowitz, I'm like, had I to do it over again, I would have started my book launch a year in advance. Honestly. Well, I can relaunch your book. So I think every author should relaunch their book at least once a year. Um, there are some books that you could even relaunch once a quarter to just revive and do different bonuses and campaigns and things to make it really interesting mm-hmm. uh, on top of your continued promotion, you know, through live streaming and other things. So we're going to do an epic launch of your book next year. I've already I, decided. I, I haven't talked to you about it yet. <laughs> I can't wait. Guys, um, so look, we uh, I pushed off Marshall Rawls because tomorrow I had a conflict. So we got Marshall Rawls next week. Uh, we got a ton of we got Justin Donald coming up. We got all these, which is another Amber introduction. So many cool people coming on the show. We're booked all the way through January, and we got way more interesting people wow. coming on as well. Amber, I love you. I appreciate you so much. Thank you for celebrating one one hundred shows with me. So cool. Guys, subscribe to the website. Uh, go to my website. Sign up for the email list. Subscribe at the YouTube channel. And uh, sign up at The Real Darius M on Facebook. Uh, we got so many cool things coming up. And drop a 100 if you want a free download of the book. That's limited time. And that saves you 10 bucks from Kindle. So free gift from moi to you. With that said, guys, love you guys so much. Uh, I'll talk to you guys next week. And everyone have a good one. Peace. We're out of here. You are listening to The Greatness Machine, and that's a wrap for today. Guys, The Greatness Machine is all about two things. People who are living their passions and those who are creating greatness in the world, and we feature these messages and speakers so it can help you step into your greatness within your own life and your own business. If you love what you heard, subscribe to the show on whatever podcast platform you're tuning in from, and leave us a review. We love getting reviews for the show. If the episode made you think of someone who is leveling up in their business and life, print screen it, share it with them. Leaders are the best givers, and after all, we're all here to learn from one another. You can also go to our website, www.thegreatnessmachine.com. That's www.thegreatnessmachine.com. And on there, you'll see special tools to help you scale your business faster, show notes for the episode to help you integrate the lessons, and you will also get links that came out during the show. So on there, look, you can also grab a copy of my book, The Core Value Equation, which is a resource for helping CEOs and business leaders establish core values from their teams that don't suck. And mind you, a lot of them suck. Get access to this and more at www.thegreatnessmachine.com. With that said, you guys, look, thank you so much. I appreciate you. I love you. Peace. We out of here. See you guys next time. This episode is brought to you by the Yap Media Podcast Network. I'm Hala Taha, CEO of the award-winning digital media empire, Yap Media, and host of Yap Young and Profiting Podcast, a number one entrepreneurship and self-improvement podcast where you can listen, learn, and profit. On Young and Profiting Podcast, I interview the brightest minds in the world, and I turn their wisdom into actionable advice that you can use in your daily life. Each week, we dive into a new topic like the art of side hustles, how to level up your influence and persuasion, and goal setting. I interview A-list guests on Young and Profiting. I've got the best guests, like the world's number one negotiation expert, Chris Voss, Shark, Damon John, serial entrepreneurs, Alex and Layla Hermosi, and even movie stars like Matthew McConaughey. 
There's absolutely no fluff on my podcast, and that's on purpose. Every episode is jam-packed with advice that's gonna push your life forward. I do my research, I get straight to the point, and I take things really seriously, which is why I'm known as the Podcast Princess and how I became one of the top podcasters in the world in less than five years. Young and Profiting Podcast is for all ages. Don't let the name fool you. It's an advanced show. As long as you wanna learn and level up, you will be forever young. So join Podcast Royalty and subscribe to Young and Profiting Podcast or Yap, like it's often called by my Yap fam on Apple, Spotify, CastBox or wherever you listen to your podcasts.